Good morning. Welcome to the Coaches IDP Studs and Rankings podcast for week number 15. Uh, season has flown by so fast. Uh, you know, everybody's getting ready and geared up for their playoffs now for uh, fantasy football. And, and uh, we're a couple weeks away for uh, the NFL playoffs starting. So we want to look into some of the guys that, um, you know, uh, were injured last week, week 14, um, who have a chance um, or, you know, maybe out this week. Um, so there's some guys to look at to um, check your waiver wire to see if they're available for pickup. Um, so we want to go through some of those guys, and then we'll get into the rankings as uh, there, there have been a few changes, a uh, little bit towards the top um, on, um, you know, the overall and some of the position stuff. So um, let's get started here. Um, you know, let's, let's talk about some injuries here. Um, Kyle Hamilton, safety for Baltimore. Um, he's going to be out a couple weeks, I believe. Um, you know, he's... Uh, been awfully good this year for Baltimore. Um, made a lot of plays to the line of scrimmage. Um, so, you know, we want to – that's going to be an impact to the Ravens' defense. So we want to look at, uh, you know, where they're going to go, where they're going to turn this week. And, and, you know, it may be a, a committee that's going to fill those spots. So we'll take a look at that. Uh, Buffalo. Um, A.J. Espineza, uh, defensive end. Um, he left the game early uh, this past week, so we want to keep our eye on him, make sure that uh, – uh, see if he's going to be out or if he's questionable or if he's good to go. So we want to keep our eye on him. Um, Grant Delphus, safety for Cleveland. He left the game early. Um, I think he had a, a – uh, some kind of an injury to his ribs or his chest area. Um, so he's he's a big loss for Cleveland as Cleveland's, you know, they're they're going to play Chicago and, and, you know, Fields is starting to come on a little bit here. Um, you know, he probably, uh, Delphus probably would have been on the side of uh, DJ Moore. So um, that may turn out to be a big loss for, for the Cleveland Browns. Also for Buffalo, Micah Hyde left early. Uh, so somebody, you know, defensively, you know, when they uh, are playing Dallas this week, um, you know, Dallas has a lot of good receivers. And so we want to kind of keep our eye there. And I think that is going to be, um, from what I read earlier, it's going to be a committee that's going to fill his spot. You know, they're going to rotate a couple guys in there. Um you know, I don't think they have that uh, solidified as a number one backup. So they're going to use a couple different guys in Micah Hyde's position at safety. Um, Nate Landman, uh, linebacker for um, Atlanta. You know, he uh, he left the game early. So, you know, he's he's somebody that's going to – we're going to keep our eye on. Um, you know, he only may be out for the rest of the game – last week so he may be back this week but if not um, we want to we want to get a close eye on who his backup is and and who's going to fill his spot and lastly i want to talk about willie anderson jr he, he went out early um 
you know, he uh, got dinged up. Um, I think he was taken out uh, precautionary reasons, um, didn't return to the game. Uh, they started to get um, kind of blown out there. C.J. Stroud went down with an injury, so I think they kind of wrote that game off at the, the time of his injury, and they did not want to take a chance to get Will Anderson Jr. injured anymore. So um, there's a few others out there um, that you know were injured, but um, I, I think these are the game game changer guys that uh, really help their defenses. So we want to keep an eye on them, and also who comes in and plays in their positions for them, and also take a look at how long these individuals are going to be out of the the lineup. So. Um, so let's talk about some waiver wire pickups um, because of the injuries. Um, <clears throat> guy that's really playing well right now has had a great rookie season. Um, Ivan Pace Jr., uh, linebacker from Minnesota. Um, I know early in the season he was on a lot of waiver wires. Um, he was still out there. People didn't know much about him. But as the seasons went on, he's, he's really made a – a really good name for himself. So um, keep your fingers crossed. Take a look on your waiver wire. See if he's available. And if so, uh, we want to try to pick him up and stash him or pick him up and play him. Um, you know, if, uh, if uh, you need uh, a linebacker that's kind of high in ener energy and he's going to run and he's going to make plays for you, uh, he would be the dude. So, uh Try to look at him and, and see if he's available. Um, Jelani Tavea, uh, linebacker, New England. Uh, you never know who New England's going to play at linebacker. Um, ever since um, Judon went down, Matthew Judon, um, it's it's kind of been just kind of a revolving door there at the linebacker position for uh, New England. But uh, – you know, they've got a lot of other issues going on in their defense. Um, you know, it, it seems like, um, you know, they they play well in, in the first half and then they come out of the locker room and it's a little sluggish or, um, you know, game management at halftime um, is not up to par. So, um, but he has, Jelani has played pretty well this year uh, when he has been in there. So keep an eye and look for him. Uh, Ronnie Anderson Jr. Uh, has been a really pleasant surprise for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, he, they picked him up off of uh, another team's um, practice squad, put him on the Colts practice squad. And then when they released um, Leonard, Shaquille Leonard, um, that's who replaced him as Ronnie Harrison. And he had a pick six. Um, he's had a couple um, fumble recoveries and, and interceptions since he's been on the team for the last three or four weeks. Um, so, you know, he may possibly still be out there on a waiver wire. And if he is, I, I like him. Um, I think he's worth an ad. And I think he'll uh, um, continue to play well for the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts secondary has been dinged up quite a bit. Um, they've got a couple of rookies back there, and a couple other guys have been dinged up for a while. So um, I think with Harrison and uh, Moore 
um, playing in the defensive backfield for uh, Indianapolis. They're they're holding it together. So um, take a look for Harrison Jr. on the waiver wire. Uh, Leonard Williams, uh, since he's been traded to Seattle, he has put some really good numbers up. Uh, defensive tackle, uh, defensive end, depending on where they want to line him up, um, has really done a nice job of um, you know picking up his his play and his uh, effort. You know, and in, in Seattle, uh, I just think it's um, maybe the culture change uh, just needed a change but uh, uh, he's somebody who has really uh, done a nice job and I know it's tough you know when you're, you're playing fantasy uh, or dynasty you know um, defensive tackles you know don't score as much but you know you, you still want to have that guy that's going to give you uh, a sack uh, tackles for loss um, it's going to be in, you know, some solo or even half tackles. Um, but those numbers do add up, and they do help in a close uh, contest. So um, watch for him. And then a uh, guy I really like, uh, talked about before, George Karloftis, defensive end for Kansas City. I think Kansas City's D-line has been dinged up a little bit. Um, they did get um, – you know, some guys back, um, you know, but right now he's playing um, very well. Uh, you know, he's, um, you know, if he's not getting to the to the passer, he's getting his hands up and he's making some plays. Um, you know, he's just, uh, he's just a baller. You know, he's, he's not flashy. He's not um, the best athlete on the field, but um, he's around the football and he's going to score points for you in uh, you know, your fantasy or dynasty leagues. So keep your eye on him also. Okay, um, let's, let's uh, zoom over here to look at our um, rankings a little bit here. Okay, <clears throat> so let's talk a little bit about, um, we'll talk a little bit about linebackers to start with. Um, you know, the ranking-wise, ranking, ranking wise, you know, I, I, I post those um, up, you know, pretty much every week. And um, it's just, you know, hard to, um, you know, get past, um, you know, the top 10 guys. You know, they, they really deservingly need to be up in the top 10 because of what they mean to the team, the points that they put up, um, the plays that they make. Um, they're just um, really uh, fantastic ball players, and uh, um, so you know, at linebacker um, Oklahon uh, from Jacksonville, linebacker still number one. Uh, Roquan Smith, Baltimore Ravens two. Uh, Nick Bolton is back. Um, you know, he had that injury for a couple weeks. You know, he's gonna fit in there at number three. Um, for Kansas City. Devin White has played really well, and I know he's getting a little bit older here, but he still makes plays for uh, Tampa Bay. Um, you know, he's a nice um, – he does a little bit of everything, um, but also keeps that Tampa Bay defense intact. 
um, being the leader that he has been for a number of years now. Uh, Fred Warner, um, you know, at any given time could move up to the top. I mean, he is a, a baller, a player, um, has done really well. Um, you know, someone else that, um, you know, coming in at, at number six, Logan Wilson, um, surprisingly, I mean, he is um, done really, really well this year. Um, you know, and he had a nice year last year. So he started out fairly high in the rankings and uh, has just continued to get better. Um, and I think a lot of his uh, success um, goes towards his defensive line in front of him. Um, they're doing a really nice job of keeping uh, blockers off of him so he can just run freely and make plays. So, um, you know, Wilson has had a really nice year. Uh, Okariki, Bobby Okariki from uh, the Giants, um, you know, he just took his game to a new level when he after he left the Indianapolis Colts and he went out to uh, – um, New York Giants, I think for the Colts, he was an outside linebacker, weak side outside linebacker, and now the Giants have moved him in the middle, so now he can go either way, uh, attack the line of scrimmage, um, make the plays that, uh, um, you know, every team needs. And uh, um, I saw a stat the other day, he's played every snap this year for the Giants. So um, that's, that's huge, you know, when you've got your leader, um, you know, staying on the field for all three downs, um, it just makes a, uh, makes life a lot more simpler for a defensive coordinator. Zaire Franklin, linebacker for the Colts, just continues to get better um, because of his play and uh, how well he has done. Um, that was the reason why um, they could let Leonard go and uh, bring in another defensive back where they were desperately in uh, need of help. Um, so, you know, um, you know, watching Zaire play uh, sideline to sideline, making plays, and, and he's also been nominated for uh, the Colts uh, Man of the Year Award. So obviously he's, um, he's a dude on the field and off the field. Um, Pete Warner. Uh, New Orleans Saints linebacker um, is just um, a guy that, you know, plays hard every down, runs hard, uh, makes plays. Again, he's kind of like uh, George Karloftis at the defensive line where he's not flashy. Um, he's not the most talented individual on the team, but he makes plays and, uh, um, you know, he, he makes life simpler for uh, uh, game planning against an offense uh, with him on the field. And then at number 10, Jordan Brooks. I think he was the one that moved up quite a bit this week for Seattle. I mean, he, I think he's uh, now healthy. Um, they had their bye week a couple weeks ago, and uh, I think he's just gotten healthier and healthier. Uh, week by week, uh, when some of the guys are getting dinged up more and more. Um, so he has uh, moved up in the top 10 uh, this week. And uh, many others are, are right on his tail. They're, they're awfully good uh, players, put up stats, put up the numbers, make the plays. 
Um, just, uh, um, it's a different breed. An NFL linebacker is uh, a different breed of individual. Um, they have to do so many different things correctly, um, whether it's getting people lined up correctly, making the plays, um, dropping coverage, play the run. So um, hats off to these guys and uh, and the rest of uh, the re- the rest of the guys on this list. Let's talk a little bit about defensive line. Um, a couple guys here could be also listed as linebackers, um, but you know we want to stay with you know what percentage wise. You know we talked a couple weeks ago about looking at their snap totals, um, where they line up, whether they line up at the defensive line or they line up as um, linebackers. So um, kind of stayed with that a little bit. Um, so for the defensive line, uh, Micah Parsons um, is still number one for me. Um, just watch him play week after week. And, uh, you know, he's uh, uh, he's got a good chance to be in the defensive MVP of the league. Um, in, in my estimations. So Nick Bosa was the MVP last year, um, and he's number two on this list. Um, just just consistent. Um, you know, when you're an MVP, you're, you're doing heck of a lot of things correctly. So um, awfully good there. Uh, Miles Garrett, um, he's put a tremendous year together. Um, has done really well. I was a little nervous for him. He got dinged up a little bit Sunday, um, but uh, uh, looked like he was fine on the sidelines. So I expect him to play this week and uh, continuing to be a uh, terror um, wherever wherever he lines up at. Uh, T.J. Watt dinged up a little bit. Um, so we'll see if he plays this evening against the Colts. Um, Max Crosby um, has played very well this year. I mean, he's a, kind of a man among men out there. I mean, he's the um, kind of scary, kind of scary guy. So plays hard, uh, makes plays, and he's uh, got a high motor. And uh, those three Intangible things uh, make you a um, really good NFL football player. Aiden Hutchinson, um, you know, for his second year, he's uh, just putting great numbers together. Um, And he has probably been the one that has moved up the most this year. Um, Comes in at number six for me. Um, I think he started out in the teens area, 17, 18, when we started this. Um, so just week by week, he has gotten so much better. Um, and we knew he was good when he got, was drafted out of Michigan. Um, but, uh, you know, again, the NFL is a different level. But, um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, um, you know, he he's taken to it and uh, no surprises there. Uh, Hassan Reddick, um, he's a defensive end for the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, he is another one who quietly makes a lot of plays. Um, You know, he is around the ball, and he makes the plays that need to be made. Um, 
he doesn't get all the attention. Uh, all the attention seems to be going to um, the defensive tackles this year. But him lining up as a defensive end just kind of makes life so much better when you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Uh, Brian Burns, defensive end, linebacker slash uh, for Carolina. Um, you know, he, just because the team is, is not doing really well doesn't um, reflect on him at all. He's still a really good ball player and, and plays hard. Um, you know, he went out a couple weeks ago and um, didn't think he was going to return and um, didn't care what the score was. He wanted to get on and help his team and his defense uh, um, do the best they possibly could. So um, that, that was nice to see that um, it, he didn't try to sit out. He, he wanted to play. So um, Kavion Thibodeau for the Giants comes in at number nine. It's gotten better every week again. Um, yeah, I think he is another one like Hutchinson started out in the teens area and um, has started to really figure it out now. And I think now some teams are starting to run away from him. And um, as they do that, uh, you know, the Giants are needing to make some adjustments. But uh, um, I've seen him line up down inside a couple times to help alleviate that. And uh, you know, it's uh, something he's willing to do to try to try to help the Giants uh, stay on this winning streak that they have. And that number ten, Quentin Williams. Um, you know, he's he's a dude in the middle. Um, you know, he gets double teamed every time um, and still makes plays. Finds a way to fight off the double team. Lots of tackles in the backfield, disrupting uh, the run plays or you know, forcing the quarterback to run out of the pocket. Um, so, you know, he is, uh, you know, one of those guys from Alabama that just uh, makes a huge difference when they get to the NFL level. So uh, real quick, let's go to the defensive backs. Um, I don't think there's been much change here. The defensive backs, uh, Derwin James, uh, it comes in at number one. Jalen Petrie comes in number two. Uh, Brisker from Chicago is number three. Um, four and five, Fitzpatrick and Winfield could flip-flop those guys. Um, you know, they're both really good, similar players. I think uh, Fitzpatrick might be a little bit bigger, but they both do the same thing. Um, kind of both like quarterbacks in the backfield um, on your defense. So they do um, what they're asked to do, and, and they do it really well. Buda Baker uh, is now healthy. Um, you know, again, he, he's a baller, gets after it, plays hard. Be interesting to see how he does uh, this week against San Francisco um, and see who, uh, who's going to draw the straw that's going to uh, has to cover uh, Debo Sanders. Or Debo, yeah. And uh, we'll see, we'll see where he, um, what happens there. Uh, Kyle Hamilton, uh, he's got that injury. He's going to probably sit out this week, possibly next week, um, but has a really nice season. Um, Kyle Duggar is, is still consistently the best defensive back that uh, 
New England's had for a while, I think. Um, obviously, they had the Twins a while back, um, and they've had some good players there, obviously, on the defensive side. But uh, Kyle Duggar is, you know, kind of the last last one standing and um, has done it, done it really well. Um, and uh, number nine is Cameron Curl uh, from Washington. Um, and then coming in at number 10 um, is uh, Talano uh, Huffagana. I know I'm going to butcher that. Sorry. Um He's on the IR right now, but uh, when he's healthy, he's uh, he's a dominant player and, and deserves to be um, in the top 10. Uh, at number 11, I have uh, Jamal Adams, so I, I could flip-flop them. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I really like what uh, um, Fagana can give you. So, well... That's this week. Uh, appreciate you listening. Appreciate you. Um, you know, just kind of send, you know, I've received many questions um, the last couple of weeks. So, you know, send those questions over um, at IDP underscore studs with a Z and uh, see if we can get those answered for you. Uh, make sure you check your lineups. Make sure you check your waiver wire. Um, tonight starts the uh, week 15, uh, Colts in Pittsburgh. So um, get dialed in on that and, uh, you know, make sure that you're you're set and ready to go. Remember, defenses win championships. And uh, I want to thank uh, uh, Fantasy Holics for giving me the opportunity to do this um, and do this podcast. And I really enjoy Spending a few minutes with you guys, um, you know, just talking about defense. So, um, have a great night. Have a great weekend. Hope your teams win, and um, uh, everybody stays healthy. So we'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. <laughs>